Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, everyone. Hope you are doing well and enjoying your time as much as possible in lockdown and finding ways to get creative and just finding the joy in maybe the downtime. I am looking at all the silver linings here and as frustrating and annoying and confusing as all of this is, looking for those silver linings of being home, cooking good food, spending time in nature, being with my partner, and hoping you can find the silver linings too. And I also am just sending out a whole lot of love and support to mamas and families that maybe have all their kids at home and you might be going a little bit stir crazy. So we don't have kids, but I can only imagine, you know, what you guys are going through and really acknowledge you for having to show up for your family and for yourself and just life in such a new and different way. So sending you guys all sorts of love. And today is a really fun episode because, well, since Gaytan and I are home with each other every single day, I figured why not do another episode together? So today... Gaytan is your host. He is actually interviewing me and it's really fun. I just dive into a bit of my health story and share some simple tips and strategies that I would give to women. And we talk a bit about just like my my health history and my story. And we dive into business and share a bit about my business story too and, and what it takes to build a business and brand and, and what all that kind of looked like. So it's really fun and I hope you guys enjoy it. Also, do head over to my Instagram because we have an amazing giveaway this week with AOR. We've got some probiotics and their magnesium synergy and their barrage oil, which is so good. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with barrage oil. This comes in capsule form. You could also buy it in oil, uh, but the capsules are obviously a lot easier to take. And AOR has a really great one that's also really high dose. And this is a really rich source of anti-inflammatory omega-6 fatty acids. Now, I know a lot of omega-6s get some bad reps. And yes, we definitely want high dose omega-3. But this is a specific kind of omega-6 fatty acid. It is a gamma linoleic acid. And it is really great for supporting hormonal health. It can be really great for treating diabetic neuropathy, which is important, of course. Um, really something, you know, you really want to have those anti-inflammatory compounds if you're dealing with an inflammatory condition like diabetes. And it's really great for allergies and acne and just skin health and also promotes hair growth. So it's a really fantastic product. It's just simply barrage oil and it is really great for fighting inflammation and it's a really good oil to use if you are finding that you have a lot of PMS issues going on or menopausal symptoms as well. So highly recommend it and you can win it in our giveaway this week, which is so exciting. So barrage oil is, as opposed to evening primrose oil, it contains 
two to three times more gamma linoleic acid. So just an FYI, in case you were wondering, because I get that question a lot about evening primrose and barrage oil, but barrage actually contains quite a higher amount of GLA, which is really awesome. So, and of course with AOR, you know, their products are formulated carrageenan free, vegan soft gels, very easy absorption and really high quality ingredients. So check it out. Hope you win it. Do enter the contest. That's going to be really fun. We will announce the winner by the end of this week. So on Friday, and if you are interested in just getting your hands on their barrage oil or any of their products, head on over to their website. So if you are in Canada, head on over to AOR.ca. Or if you're in the US, you can head on over to AOR.us and use the coupon code HEALTHYHORMONES2020 for 5% off any of the products on their website. And that 5% coupon code is actually stackable. So they already have products that are on sale and you can add that 5% on top. So if something is already 10% off, add the 5% and you got 15, which is really great. So it's stackable. So you can use it on top of what's already discounted, which is pretty awesome. So if you're in the US or Canada, it's available for you and they have tons of great products. Another great product that a lot of people ask me about is their zinc copper supplement. And that's a really important supplement because zinc is so great for women's hormonal health, especially for estrogen detoxification. And it's really great for men as well because zinc supports testosterone production. And so the thing with taking zinc is that oftentimes it can deplete your copper, which is also incredibly important for women's cycles and PMS health. So this zinc copper balance is a really great product too. So again, the coupon code is HEALTHYHORMONES2020 and save 5%. So really excited to see you guys get your hands on some of those products. And hopefully someone listening here will be a winner of the amazing AOR gift pack. All right, so let's dive into our episode today. Thanks for joining. Hope you enjoy Gaytan as your host and uh, let's dive in. Enjoy it. Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast show. I am your host and I am not Samantha Gladish. Welcome to the show, Samantha Gladish. <laughs> Thanks for having me here today. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. I'm going to be the master of ceremonies today, so to speak. How do you feel about that? I love it. I think it's going to be fun. Do you want to introduce me as your host? <laughs> I guess so. My host today is my significant other, Gaytan. He is a strength and conditioning coach, mindset coach, and I call you the fixer-upper of injuries, the injury fixer-upper. You forgot sports nutrition coach because oh. you like that we debate on nutrition all the time. <laughs> this is true. So I purposely left that out. I bet. Purposely. <laughs> no, I didn't. So today we're going to turn the tables on you a little bit and I'm going to interview you, so to speak, so that your listeners can hear a little bit more about you, even though, you know, I'm sure in all of your episodes, you share a little bit about yourself and your story, but just to switch things up, I'm going to interview you. How do you feel about that? I love it. I think it's going to be really fun. Do you feel nervous? A little bit. Really? <laughs> because you're you're the one that knows me the best. The best part is like I didn't even generate a list of questions to share with you ahead of time Great. because I think it's so much more fun to not be prepared because then the answers become a little more natural, a little more raw versus like structured answers. So totally. just so you know, 
I never gave her any questions that I'm going to ask. There was no prep for this whatsoever. So you should be really nervous. Great. All right. Okay. Let's do this. All right. You ready? Yep. Okay. So I'm sure a lot of listeners have a copy of your book or have read your book, The 30-Day Hormone Solution. So there's a lot of amazing information in that book about you. And it talks a lot about your inspiration for cooking, your inspiration to enjoy cooking and healthy cooking. You know, it came from your mother, came from um, friends of yours, I believe the mother of one of your exes, <laughs> yeah. who I have no problem saying. <laughs> That's um, right. But, but more to that, like, I want to know who inspired you to get into the world of health? Because there's the world of cooking, which is great. And, you know, definitely your cooking is healthy cooking, as we believe and we practice. But the world of health is a separate world as well from cooking. So, you know, there's a lot of cooking shows and cooking books out there that are not health related. So what inspired you to go on the health angle and to get into that whole world? Okay, good question. So... This takes me back to, well, my own personal health journey. Um, so I, in my teenage years, I struggled with a lot of PMS and digestion issues. And I was always very inclined, like it was just this natural inclination to like read health and fitness and wellness magazines. Like that was basically my source of wellness at the time and health uh, was picking up magazines. And so I feel like with anybody's journey, number one, you often get into something because of your own experience, right? So I was looking for answers to healing and supporting my body. And then also just people that I've met along the way. Um, so you kind of had planted that seed about one of my exes, and that's true, in university. My ex that I dated at the time, his family was like really into organics and they were, his brother was, practiced traditional Chinese medicine and they just planted a lot of seeds for me. And so I didn't even realize that like, oh, this is something you can do as a, as a career, like as a job. So they had kind of opened me up to a much bigger world for sure in terms of the health side. Um, definitely my, my mother and then my grandmother opened me up to the cooking side of things for sure and making, you know, making your food from scratch. But. Um, yeah, my my ex at that time, their family really did plant a really big seed for me. And then from there, just meeting people in the health and wellness space, um, again, seeking my own like support to heal my body and my hormones, then learning about naturopathic doctors, and then going to book appointments. And just, I kept learning, I kept investigating, and one person led to the next, led to the next, and and then I decided that this was a space that I wanted to personally get into myself and and create a, create a career around. Yeah, it's always interesting because like, as you know, I'm in that high performance world and athletics and helping athletes and people perform at their best. And no one in my family, like my parents were not into health or performance or sports at all. And I just kind of got, you know, into that world through meeting different people and just the universe gravitated and pulled me in a direction without my knowing at the time. And 
I always find it interesting. I think it's an important thing to bring up for people out there that are kind of uncertain about what they're doing and what's next is, as we say, the universe has a plan for you, so to speak. And if your eyes are wide open, you know, you'll get pulled in that in that direction. Absolutely. Was there a specific, you know, health challenge that you dealt with um, that really opened you up to the possibility of alternative health, meaning like away from the traditional doctors and pharmaceuticals and prescriptions and see that there are other ways to heal? Yeah, I mean, that makes me think of the birth control pill and my experience with the pill. So when I was maybe 16, 17, that's when I started on the birth control pill. And at the time, of course, based on my age, like I didn't know much about my body and health and wellness in general. And then seeing other friends and girlfriends at school be put on the pill and kind of just have like these easy breezy cycles and it made me question like, well, how come I'm not on the pill? Well, this this must be the solution then for all my cramps and my pain and with my cycle. And so at my next doctor's appointment, I basically planted that seed about going on the birth control pill. And it was no questions asked. The doctor handed me this pack of pills. I walked away, started on them that day. And I remained on the pill for a good seven years and give or take seven, eight years. And it wasn't until... Basically, I think it was that first week or two when I was at nutrition school. So this is obviously many years after the fact. When I was in nutrition school and learning from one of the naturopaths about the detriments of the pill, they planted a, a huge seed for me. And that's when I started to realize like how bad it actually is and the repercussions of it from being on it. And so literally, I will never forget that day in class after the naturopath had spoken all about the pill and different ways that we can support our hormones and, you know, optimizing food and nutrition and all of that. I basically that day stopped taking the pill. Now I had already been on this journey of eating well and optimizing my diet and, you know, taking supplements. And I had already kind of dived into that space. Um, and so basically I, yeah, I stopped the pill that day and, um, started to do a ton of research about the pill and wanting it and wanting to share it with my audience and community and friends. I had a lot of people look at me like I had three heads. Um, but that was kind of my first, I would say like my first introduction to recognizing how pharmaceuticals can, can really be a detriment. And it's not to say that they all are. I think that they, there's certain instances where they may serve a purpose for somebody, but long-term, um, definitely not the solution. And so I, and then from there, it led me to also start to research and and learn about my parents' health. And like they were on pharmaceuticals for high blood pressure or high cholesterol. And then that just led me down this path of really wanting to learn more about what they can do to really optimize their health. So does that answer the question? Yeah, absolutely. So what advice would you have for young women? Because this is an important question even for me. I'm, I'm being selfish right now. I train a lot of young female athletes and, you know, I see what they go through. I see basically I start working with them at an early age and then as they start to basically develop and then they have to go to the doctor. And then these doctors seem very often to just want to prescribe the birth control pill as a means to treat other things. Like it's almost like they use it as a treatment and I'm by no means an expert in a birth control pill, but I do know that there's something 
definitely wrong with that approach, in my opinion. And I see, and I have to talk a lot of times, talk them into being more aware and educating with them and their parents before they decide to take that that route. Again, it's totally up to them if they do that route or not. But And then, as you know, I often send them to you to just have a conversation. What advice would you have to the parents of, of young ladies and the young ladies who are getting recommended to take this birth control pill, basically to treat for their skin or for cramps or for headaches or for these types of things? Yeah, so that's a really great question. So I always recommend that, you know, it's one thing to go to your doctor and get their opinion, their advice, suggestions, whatever that may be, but don't just take that at face value. Just because your doctor recommends this one medication or this one approach doesn't mean that it's the only approach. And it really is our responsibility to dive in deeper and get second or third opinions. And so many women, regardless of age, I mean, don't really know about the physiology of their body. It's not something that we were taught. We weren't ever taught to tune into our cycle and understand our cycle. I mean, for most of us in sex ed class, it was just basically like avoid sex. And, you know, there was just this like negative connotation around it. There wasn't this real education about learning how to honor your body and understanding your period. And so I think it's really important for women to, again, regardless of age, it's just seek out second and third opinions. Don't just go with the allopathic approach, but seek out naturopathic approaches and nutrition and functional medicine. I mean, there's so many alternatives. So don't, again, just don't take it as at face value. And your body just has this incredible innate ability to heal. And if we are feeding it the right food and taking care of it in the right way, it's we really don't need to rely on on medications or, or let alone the birth control pill. And I also want to say, like, just for young girls, too, I think that so many of them feel really uncomfortable having that conversation with, you know, their mother or their family in general. And so in that regard, I think it's so important for young girls to find somebody, perhaps like a mentor that they can reach out to where they feel comfortable having that conversation. And this is why like you've sent so many of your young athletes to me and they feel so much more comfortable having that conversation with me about sex or their boyfriends and their cycle and their symptoms. And that's okay too, as, as long as it's a trusted source. I think that that's, that's important is kind of like finding that support network. So you've kind of gone on your own health journey to deal with some things that you've gone through and experiences. What advice would you have for women who have been struggling ongoing, like for an extended period of time with their health, and they just can't seem to get over that hump, or they just can't seem to, you know, see the daylight, so to speak, of feeling better and feeling better about themselves? You know, they tried everything, it seems like, in their mind. But do you have any advice for those people? Because I bet there's a lot of those people that are listening to your show right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that, and it's going to be so bio-individual, everybody will be on their own sort of health journey. And I think, you know, at least my role as a coach, I'm always interested in just really understanding that health history and what that health journey has really looked like. And what I often find is that so many women are just going at it alone and they're kind of doing some research. They're trying to implement a few things here and there. 
and I mean, if you go on Dr. Google and you're trying to search things, like you're going to come across so much information and so much misinformation. Um, and so you just try to piece it all together on your own and you're just trying to do it on your own. And so that's definitely my first piece of advice is if you feel like 5, 10, 15 years have gone by and you are still stuck and you are not feeling better, it is now time to really level up and seek that support and start to build your team of of practitioners who's really going to help take you to that next level. And 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 that's just that's just sometimes a hard conversation we have to have with ourselves because I do feel that a lot of women have a really hard time investing in themselves. You know, they put a lot of energy into their family and into their kids, and then it comes to themselves. And oftentimes they're kind of last on the list. And so they almost feel guilty about investing in themselves. But it really is important that, you know, they have to have that conversation and really be radically honest with themselves about what what's missing. And oftentimes what's missing is is really having that coach or that practitioner that's going to guide you um, and really listen to you and really put a strategy in place for you. So oftentimes that that has that is the next step for so many women. Um, yeah, that's what I'd say about that. Yeah, I like this idea of building a team. I mean, I come from team sports and we're all about building a team. And, you know, as we say, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So you might be able to get some quick answers here and there online or Googling and stuff like that, but starting to build a group of people that can support you on your journey will really help you to kind of go that extra mile and really get over that hump. Absolutely. Okay, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. So we've been talking about a bit of your health journey and how you got into health and your experiences around it, but what kind of gave you the idea or inspired you to turn your journey into your livelihood, into a business or a career because I mean there's a ton of women out there and and guys as well who have gone through this health journey and came out on top and have done really well but never even had the idea the inclination to turn it into a career or a business how did that start for you right so great question so again this comes from just different people in my life that had planted seeds so seeing that naturopaths had their own clinics and at the time back in the day when I was dating my ex in school and, and his, his brother was, like I mentioned earlier, a Chinese medicine practitioner and like he had his own clinic. And I didn't, you know, I didn't realize like, wow, this, this could actually be a career. People do this for a living. They make their own schedule. They're not working this nine to five and, and they're also doing what brings them joy and what they're passionate about. And so I had a lot of people over the years just kind of plant that seed and, Specifically with my own journey, I mean, you've heard me say it before, like I'm totally unemployable. I went from job to job to job and would was constantly thinking that, oh, the next job is what's going to bring me joy. The next job is going to be the thing. And it never was. And I would get into these, you know, new positions, new jobs, new roles, and couple months in, a year in, whatever that was, I would just be feeling so deflated and then kind of seeking the next thing. Now, luckily, I worked in the health and wellness space for a really long time. That was kind of my foot in the door, so to speak. And so I I worked in health food stores. Like I knew I wanted to be in the health space, that's for sure. But in my early 20s, I at that time, entrepreneurship was seemed really far away for me 
seeing that I could have my own business, like that was not something that I really thought of at that point. So I figured, okay, if I really want to be in this field, that then at least let me get a job in the health and wellness space. And so I worked part-time at health food stores, and then I went on to manage a health food store. And that was a great opportunity because I got to learn about so many supplements and I connected with so many different brands and companies and did so much training and it was it was awesome. And then that lasted about, you know, a year and a half, two years. And then I went on to work as a sales rep for a supplement company and that cycle just continued over and over. I went from one company to another company to another company. And then one of my girlfriends, actually, who you know, Julie, one of the companies that I worked for, Julie, my girlfriend, who's also a nutritionist, she worked as basically like a spokesperson and basically a speaker for this company that I was working for, the supplement company. And so here I am like organizing and setting up all her speaking gigs. And then I would obviously be there at the speaking gigs and I would be so inspired by her and seeing like, okay, she does this for a living. Like I'm the one here behind the scenes setting all this up. Like, no, I want to be in her position where somebody is setting up my speaking gig. Like literally that was, that was the conversation I was having with myself. And so seeing her do her thing and being so passionate and happy doing it was, was also one of those things again, that planted the seed. And I was like, okay, this is time. Like I keep going from job to job and bouncing around and this is now time for me to really start to think about building my own business and and what that would look like. And so I had a conversation with Julie at that time about that. I asked a lot of other friends who were entrepreneurs about what that all looked like. And I mean, let's face it, everybody's journey is so different. Um, But that started to plant the seed about learning entrepreneurship, learning about building a business, going out and networking and learning from other business owners. And and that's kind of how that process started. Did you have any doubts when you started that process? Were you like so confident that this is going to work and it's going to be easy and I'm just going to be able to show up and get this done? Or, or what kind of doubts did you have? Oh my God, I had so many doubts. I think there's just so many limiting beliefs that we have, and I had to work through a lot of those. I mean, initially, I was like, I don't have money. Like, I don't I don't have money to start a business. I, I thought at the time, like, you need to have a lot of money to start a business. Um, so that was one of the big ones. And then, of course, not being good enough. Like, oh, I need to take more courses. I need to have more designations after my name and initials after my name. And I did that for many, many years. I thought that one of the reasons when I became a nutritionist, one of the reasons why people weren't banging down my door to come work with me was because I didn't have enough knowledge. And so for many years... I was on this hamster wheel of just doing course after course after course, thinking that the more courses I took, then the more knowledge I'm going to have, and then more people will come work with me. And what I neglected over all those years was actually investing in marketing and investing in business and learning those skills. And so I learned very quickly that I need to pivot and I need to start investing in business and learning online marketing. And so that's what I did. And so, you know, when you feel doubtful and when you feel uncertain, it's in taking action that will bring you that clarity and that certainty. And trust me, those doubts and those fears still show up 
today. I think that a lot of people might think that, oh, because I have this big business and what you see on Instagram, oh, like I, you know, it's smooth sailing for me. And that's not necessarily the case. I still have so many doubts that creep up and show up and, and I question a lot of things and I procrastinate on a lot of things and, you know, the, the whole thing, self-sabotage, you know, it looks different for everybody, but I really started to plant my feet into the world of entrepreneurship and, and surrounding myself with other successful people. And that's just what continued to inspire me and motivate me to keep moving forward. Seeing what others had created for themselves and seeing what was possible for them, I knew in my heart that it was going to be possible for me as well. I just have to keep moving forward. Yeah, I think it's important that you share that story because, you know, I'm entrepreneur as well. And I've gone through this whole journey and I continue to go through the journey. And I think, you know, people see it as it's this straight line to something. And even like, I'll use my world, we talk about athletes who make it to the top. And it's like, oh, it's just straight line to becoming successful, where it's a zigzag, it's an up, it's a down, it's sometimes one step forward, two steps backwards, and step down and step up. And mm -hmm. it can be a big mess. But the ones that kind of get there, we always say you're going to survive your way to the top and survive your way to success. It's just, you know, and I get to see you, you keep showing up every day, even though there's some days that are harder than others and some days are exciting and fun and easy. And there's some really challenging days. And, you know, you kind of said a minute ago that everyone has their own journey and they see it differently. But I do believe that many people see it and experience it the same way. And that's the inconsistency, the up, the down, right. the uncertainty. And it's important, I think, that you, know, you as a leader and as an entrepreneur share those things with people, not just the beautiful moments and the, the recipes that turned out, and the <laughs> recipes that are book worthy and the you know, this client who you helped and had all kinds of success. You know, we have a lot of clients that don't have success and partially because they don't buy in and follow what they need to do and they kind of keep going in a different direction. So kind of staying in that one direction and keeping it going is so important to success. Yeah, absolutely. I basically failed my way to the top, so to speak. <laughs> what would you say was the hardest thing for you to overcome on your journey to basically growing your business? That's a hard question because I feel like there's not just one thing. There's like numerous things that I had to overcome. I had to overcome my money story. So that was a really big one. That because, oh, I don't know enough. I can't charge enough. And to some degree, yeah, of course, your level of expertise is going to sort of garner what you charge. But here I am like undercharging and putting in so much time and basically not being able to cover like the fundamentals that I need in my life. So that was a big one to overcome was just recognizing that, you know, I do have enough knowledge. I know how to really create a transformation for somebody and my pricing needs to reflect that. And as I started to get busier and busier and a wait list started to grow for me, my, my prices just started to increase. And so that's, that's a really big one. I think so many people have a money story and I did for a very long time. And especially the fact that like, I didn't come from an entrepreneurial family. I came from a family where you go to school, you get a great, you get a great education. And then from there, you're going to get a great job. And if you want to make really great money, then you should work in the bank or you should work 
as a doctor or a lawyer. That's basically kind of the story that I heard growing up. And of course, I didn't want to do any of that. And so I really had to overcome that that money story and that limiting belief. And, you know, also going back to that excuse or that limiting belief that I can't start a business because I don't have enough money. I started my business with $4,000 in my bank account. Like, that's that's what I did. I had $4,000. I was unemployed because I had basically just gotten fired from my job. I was, well, I was let go. It's not like I did something wrong. Okay, let's be clear. (laughs) And I was let go from my job. And that was it. There was like no plan B. I was diving in full force, starting my business. And I had $4,000 in my bank account. And I had to get really crafty and really creative in terms of how I spend that money and where I put that and and invest that money. And it just grew. I think I still have that (laughs) $4,000 set aside. Um, So yeah, I, that, that was a really big one for me, the, the money story. So on the flip side of that, what would you say you're most proud of to date of all the things you've done, you know, to help others, to grow your business, to, to do what you're doing? What would you say you're most proud of? There's a lot, actually. I feel like I'm most proud of, so on a professional level, like I'm so proud of all the transformations that I've been a part of and being a part of all those health journeys. I mean, I've worked with thousands of women over the years and being able to see, and not just necessarily a weight loss journey, we do a lot of weight loss here and their before and afters are just incredible, but women getting pregnant and being able to start their own family and overcoming their pain and just feeling alive again and feeling like themselves again. And it's just been a beautiful thing. So those transformations, I'm so, so proud of and being a part of those those journeys. And on a personal side, I think I'm just really proud of the fact that no matter what happens and no matter how hard it gets, I just continue to show up. I just keep doing it and I still have the doubts and I still have the uncertainty that's still there, but no matter how hard, I just I just keep showing up because I have learned that it's consistent action that will lead to results and it may not lead to results right away, but it will lead to results long-term. You might've just kind of answered the next question, but you know, I know that there's a lot of new business owners that listen to your show and follow you because you know, you are a holistic health coach and practitioner, but you're also a health and wellness business coach. And you help a lot of women to build their business in this field as well. So we kind of gave advice of what advice do you have for women who are dealing with health? So let's flip a little bit. And what advice do you have for women that are trying to start a business, you know, in this space, the health and wellness space, and either are stuck to get going or they're, they're kind of got the wheels moving, but they feel like they're not going anywhere. Do you have any advice for those people? Absolutely. So, I mean, from my own journey and my own experience, I can say that, like I just said, consistency, that's going to be a really big one is consistently showing up and doing the work, no matter how hard and up and down and how much of a roller coaster it looks like you just have to consistently show up because at the end of the day, this is a job. This is a job. And just like any other job where you would show up and you would be on time and you would do the work, it's the same thing that you need to do for yourself. And the other thing is maybe you need to hire a mentor. And that's what I did. 
I had to hire somebody. I had to seek support because I needed new knowledge and new education and just new skills in order to build a business. And I couldn't just Google that. I really needed somebody that could take like a 30,000 foot view over my business and really help me to navigate it. And so that's what I did with my my $4,000. I hired a coach. So if you are feeling really stuck, then that is probably going to be the next step for you to take because otherwise you are going to keep spinning your wheels for a really long time. Um, And it's really one of the reasons why I started to dive into business mentorship was because I had so many practitioners reaching out to me and so many people asking for my support and how did I grow this and how did I do this and how do you get clients and and all of it. And, you know, 15 years now of being in, in practice and coaching and building a business, I have a lot to share and I really, I'm so excited to help other women practitioners truly just know what it's like to create a business and to create a brand and to create something they're so proud of and to be able to make a living doing that. So if I can help on the health side, wonderful. And if I can help on the business side, I have skills to serve both. And so that's what I'm doing. Okay, we're going to change gears a bit again. What is something that you have learned or you've gone into in, let's say, the last few months that you're super excited about? I feel like you're asking this because you know there's something, but maybe I don't know it. Like, what have you been into? Like, I know you, obviously we're partners, so I see you get into things and man, you're sometimes like the wind, the way you excited <laughs> about something one day and then you're onto something totally different the next day. And I just have to sit back and just be quiet and let you go on your journey. But what are you into that people might not, no, no, it's not might not be business or health related directly, but right. what excites you? What are you really excited about right now? Oh my god, there's so many things like you said. <laughs> it's like hot and cold and one day it's this and one day it's something else. So there's a few things that I've been kind of doing, I guess sort of behind the scenes. Um and I'm so multi-passionate and I'm always so interested in learning. So Earlier this year, I actually took an Oracle reading course. So that was something that I dove into at the beginning of this year. Um, It was an eight-week course all about basically learning how to read Oracle cards using the Moon deck. So that's the deck specifically that we were coaching, getting coaching support with. And it was just a really beautiful journey. And there was a voice in the back of my head that just told me to dive into to cards and I had to get an Oracle deck. And I I ha- heard that voice for so many months. And then finally, as you know, the universe just kind of points you in the, in the right direction it needs to. And sure enough, this course just landed on my lap. And so I took the course. It was really great. So now I do Oracle readings. And as you know, I will pull cards in the morning or ask you to pull a card. Um, so I've been doing that and I haven't shared too much about it, but I've been thinking about offering consultations around it and just like little mini readings. And, um, I might, I might do that. Uh, so that's one thing, um, on the business side of things. I mean, there's always so much, I 
I mean, there's so much that goes on in the back end of running a business with your email list and your funnels and running ads. And like, I just love diving into that world and learning it and learning sales copy. Like I am constantly learning and educating myself and investing in coaching support. I don't think I've never not had a business coach. And in the kitchen, I just started to learn how to make gluten-free sourdough bread. So I'm sure listeners have probably seen me share that. And that's just been so fun because as you know, I love baking and it is such a creative outlet for me. And so I dove into the world of bread and that has been so much fun to learn. And there's so many new things I want to try it with that. So those are just some of the things. Is there something specific? No, no, those are, those are a lot of the things. So I just thought it'd be fun for you to share some of those things that don't normally show up in a conversation or don't normally show up in places that people might be interested in, might want to check out themselves. Totally. Okay, let's kind of like wind this down with an either or game because I think that'll be fun for our listeners. So basically the way it works, if you don't know, is I'm going to say two different options and she's going to pick one. Oh, no. Right? (laughs) So, so we'll start very simple. Okay. Um, breakfast or dinner? Dinner. Okay. Eggs or steak? <laughs> steak. <laughs> Olives or cheese? Oh man, that one's so hard. Cheese is like so good. I'm going to go with olives on that one actually. Yeah. Cause I can eat like an entire bag. Okay. <laughs> Sweet or salty? Damn. You knew exactly what to ask because you you also know like days where I'm like, I want to eat chocolate. Oh, I want to eat chips. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I'm going to go with sweet. Okay. So then I'll be more specific. Chips or chocolate? <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, chips. They're so crunchy. See how she just See, gave yeah, two opposite answers? <laughs> now I get to choose both. Okay. Cheesecake or tiramisu? Hmm. Tiramisu. Pizza or hamburger? Oh, damn. I think about the homemade pizzas that we make and the homemade hamburgers that we make. And they're just both so good. I'm going to go with pizza. Coffee or tea? Coffee. You knew that one. (laughs) Coffee or hot chocolate with chartreuse. And for those of you that know... No, and for those of you that don't, you need to find out. We should tell them. We should tell them. Chartreuse is basically this liquor that you can buy from, or liquor or liqueur that it's you a can, liqueur. yeah, that you can buy from the LCBO, and basically it is a blend of 130 different herbs, and it's made from like monks. Yeah, the monks in the French French Alps right. basically create this alcohol and they infuse it with these herbs. So it's super rich in herbs and minerals and all kinds of good stuff. And yes, it has alcohol in it yes. too. And we basically make hot chocolate and you mix a little bit of that into it and it's next level. Yeah, it's so good. It was my herbalist many years ago when I took a course all about herbs. He introduced me to it and it was just amazing. And I think, I mean... There is probably some like sugar and stuff in it, but we try to oversee that and just see like the real medicinal benefits that you get from it. But traditionally how you are meant to have it is with some hot chocolate. So it's really good. But to answer your question, 
I'm actually going to go with coffee. I figured. You're a crazy <laughs> coffee person. <laughs> but I don't actually drink a lot of coffee. I drink a lot of decaf. It's just the taste of coffee. Yeah. So okay. that's my pick. And the reason I chose pizza was because you can have cheese and olives on there. So I get I get both now. <laughs> and we can make a hamburger pizza this is true. as well. You can't really make a pizza hamburger. That would be a little weird. But maybe we could try maybe that. Maybe we could try. Okay. Blueberries or raspberries? Mm, raspberries. Walnuts or almonds? Almonds. Really? I think so, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Because I eat... Well, I mean, the truth is, I probably haven't eaten almonds or walnuts in a very, very, very long time. But I use a lot of almond flour, so that's why I went with almonds. Okay. There's some walnuts in the freezer that are really good, by the way. Yeah, there is. But I eat we put them, all. them We put them in our salad. In our they look salad. like brains, which means they're good for your brain, <laughs> people. <is> true. <laughs> okay. On with the game. Ready? Yep. Tuna or salmon? Oh. I love tuna. I rarely eat it, but I love it. Okay. Cookies or cupcakes? Mmm. But, like, what kind? Like tahini, my tahini cookies? Okay. Chocolate <laughs> chip cookies or ch- banana chocolate chip muffins or cupcakes? Cupcakes, yeah. Mm, it's just so hard. I'm going with the cupcakes. Yeah, cupcakes all the way. Okay. We'll move out of food for a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Comedies or action? Well, <laughs> you just gave me a smirk. Because he knows the kind of shows that I watch. Um, I do love comedies, but I'm probably going gonna to go with action on that one. I'm shaking my head right now. You can't see. <laughs> no, you can't. Because this one is addicted to violent, war, <laughs> criminal, crazy. war crime shows and movies. It is so crazy because I'm dopamine dominant. So like... Honestly, I think it's because my day is normally like butterflies and cats and like, (laughs) I don't know what it is. At the end of the day, it's like home. I want to watch Homeland, which is like about war or like, or terrorism. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. Some of the things that I get drawn to. If only you guys could have seen when I took her to shoot assault rifles and assault guns on (laughs) her birthday one year. (laughs) Yes, he took me to shoot guns and I was terrified yeah we drove into the parking lot and then you could hear them shooting guns inside and it was so loud and it freaked the shit out of me and then we you know went inside they no i had to drag her in like a small child (laughs) basically (laughs) kicking and screaming and then once she squeezed the trigger and unloaded a few bullets (laughs) it was a whole different conversation and i was really good at it i think just maybe in my past life i was maybe like a sniper or something like that who knows yeah okay next question all right this is i know the answer but it's gonna set up the next question cats or dogs oh i knew i knew you were gonna ask this one i'm going with cats although i love dogs (laughs) okay Monkey or Maggie? Oh, and that's that. so mean. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, we have two cats, a male and a female. The male's name is Monkey, not my choice. <laughs> and the female's name is Maggie, who we call Meeps because she Meeps. makes these tiny little sounds. That sound like Meeps. Monkey or oh, Meeps? Oh, that's so mean. 
That is so evil. You can't ask that question. I can't. I just want to see if you would even attempt to answer no, it. No, I'm not attempting to answer that it. That was a test. <laughs> I love them both. Okay. Yep. Who would you pick? I, I know I know who you pick. I pick both. No, you I don't. I can't pick one. You do have one. You have to pick the female because she's so much cuter. <laughs> she's just so cute. She's like a little cross-eyed. And she's just like you look at her and she's so clueless. She's so cute. But okay. Monkeys, my babes. Hip-hop, hip-hop music mm. or EDM music? Oh, that's tough because that's like based on your mood. There's certain moods like this morning where I just wanted to listen to hip-hop while working out. And then other times where... I want EDM. Yeah, no, I can't choose that. All right, this game falling apart. <laughs> We're starting to get too neutral. Yeah, we are. All right. All right. Well, I think that's going to tie up our show for today. So as your host with the most, mm-hmm. thank you to everyone who listened to the show today. We hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got a little something out of it. Learn a little bit more about this lovely lady who... I get to live with every day (laughs) through the adventures that we go through. (laughs) And I just wanted to share a little bit of her with you guys. So I hope you enjoyed her. Aw, thanks so much. That was really fun. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. If you guys have some other topics that you would love love for us to dive into in a future episode, let us know. You can find me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie. And your Instagram is at Strong Athlete. And I also have an incredible podcast, The Strong Athlete Life, where we talk about all things with performance, health, wellness, all kinds of good stuff, mindset. So you might want to check that episode and that podcast out as well. Amazing. Awesome. Thanks, everyone, for being here. We'll chat with you all really soon. Well, that was super fun and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Be sure to head on over to Holistic Wellness Foodie on Instagram, enter to win the AOR giveaway and good luck to you. And if you haven't left us a rating or a review on any podcast platform that you listen to us on, we would greatly appreciate it. It means our podcast gets out there into the world and connected with more women, which is really what our goal is to help and support and transform women's lives and hormones and health. Thanks for being with us today. I will chat with you all next week. Take care. Bye.